0: Yep. And we back. Ah. If you blink you might miss it, you gotta click of the ticket, you gotta go get the get it before it's gone. End it quickly is if it gone. Life is short as a midget, but mine's a little LeBron. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Brittany, a.k.a. The Goal Getter Coach, and we are back with another episode. I am so, so, so excited because we have passed 10 episodes, you guys, and we are on the 11th one, and I'm super excited because I'm bringing on one of my best friends, Tanaya, um, who is just here. We're going to flow with the podcast, and um, we don't have, like, necessarily a structure for this one, you guys, but we are going to f- reflect on kind of just, like, this whole year. I mean, even from the beginning when we launched uh, this podcast back in January, it was – or February. I think it launched in February to – yeah, that's what I did. Um, or no, whatever. Anyways, you guys, I, <laughs> you know I'm a new podcast. So um, we're just going to kind of reflect on both of our experiences in kind of envisioning greatness this year we're in July now we're like more than halfway through this 2020 coronavirus slash hell that we're all (laughs) living in um (laughs) so Miss Tanaya um I kind of briefed her on some of the stuff that we've talked about um but just kind of like reflecting on your experiences during this time in envisioning greatness, how has that been for you? Um, That's a wonderful question. Um, So just reflecting on greatness in general. Well, just overall, like as you're achieving or reflecting on um, like lack of or whatever, just kind of like, how has it been for you kind of pursuing your goals and pursuing things
1: this year? I think if I'm rewinding all the way back to January, um, I was really excited for 2020. I mean, it's a new year, so it's always kind of a reason to be excited Mm -hmm. because you can, it really feels like a fresh start each year. Um, And earlier in the year, I mean, I went to Mardi Gras. So for the first two months, I felt like I was going. But one thing I noticed is that constantly going all the time is not good for me. I know some people can be on that role, but it wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. um but in general um mental health is something that in the recent couple of months I've been putting on top priority but prior to I was ignoring it and so I was on this go 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 mode and then I come back from vacation end of February and I got really sick um actually had mono right before they announced the closure of everything and so that kind of put a stop to me physically which brought me down because I'm in the house, you know, three weeks. Then I get out of the house, go back to work. And then they say, Oh, at the end of the week we're in quarantine. So I'm like, I feel like I've been stuck in the house since February and I don't think it's been good for my mental health. And it's been really hard mm-hmm. to, to stay on track with the goals I have set for myself this year. Um, But it's allowed me to be a lot more reflective and kind of take a breather. And I think that's what's, good about quarantine for a lot of people because I the, the whole world tells you to just go 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 and right. it feels good to like have an excuse to not go and then you just <laughs> reflect but it also like I said can if you have mental health issues it can cause you to I
0: have, I have <laughs> two outrageous pets so
1: it can cause you enough. to just feel like you're in a slump and kind of overanalyze and I think that can also throw you into a depression or you know you just sit to left to think and that's not good
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I think you said something really profound It's like this time really allows you to like sit and think about things. And I know for me, like um, and stuff that I've heard from other people is that when you're like sitting for a long time, like a lot of stuff comes up, you know, things that maybe you put on the back burner, like in your mind, you know, you might have put it in your back pocket or threw that thing right in the trash. (laughs) And here it is again popping up in your life. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you have like any traumatic things that like just kind of overtook some part of your spirit as you're kind of like reflecting um, during this time? Like, have you had anything come up where you're just like, oh, like, snap, I didn't know that I was like actually still on this, that I was still thinking about this?
1: Yes. So that's my biggest issue. Uh, I think I'm a person that's really good at identifying the problems that i have like i can identify what's bothering me easy but working through them and getting over them and the know-how behind that is really hard Mm -hmm. um i know that requires i mean a lot of people don't think you need a psychiatrist or a therapist but i really think that that could be an aid because when you don't know how to dismantle your brain on your own what a lot of us don't we think we do we don't because when you're left alone in a room by yourself you're like, what the freak? I'm, I'm gonna like lose my cool. So, I think having a, a licensed professional helping guide you through that dismantling, but also being ready. Like, I'm the kind of person who's always emotionally numbed mm-hmm. and suppress any bad thing or negative thing that's happened to me, whether it's being hurt by someone, uh, a downfall, or a failure, anything. Like, I emotionally suppress it because that's the only way I know how to keep going. Mm-hmm. So, I've had that a lot where I've broken down and cried and I've even talked to my mom and letting her know like I know I have these things that I haven't addressed and I know they're still affecting me and of course you don't think about them day to day but yeah they come back I know this and I know I've had it for years or months but I don't know how to come to peace with it or to resolve it so it just causes stress and you don't Mm want to get too much into it because then you know you're just going to be in a depressive slump but it is really hard and so I don't necessarily know how to tackle those things and I do like you asked think of Mm -hmm. like dang I'm really still thinking about that I know I'm thinking about that because it comes out in my dreams Mm -hmm. like I reflect a lot throughout the day so yeah um, yeah and and I know that doesn't happen for everyone because so many people like people have kids, careers, friends social life so they don't ever get a chance to reflect, but I feel like I am a really f- reflective person and yeah, that's a struggle area for me is kind of trying to get over some of the traumas and negative things that have happened. So, but I'll get through it. I know I will.
0: Yeah. Um. And I think for me, the thing is like, I'm, I'm very much like you in the sense of like articulating what is going on inside of me. hmm And I do make it my personal mission to kind of attack those things because when I, you know, like we said earlier, like way before this podcast, you know, I kind of have like this type A personality. I'm like, do, 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 like got (laughs) to tell you what to do. And um, the way like I talk to myself the same way, you know, and I don't think it's always positive the way that I do it, but in the sense of like, I'm also very eager to accomplish those kind of get past the pain because I'm like, man, I I need to, you know, I have so much anxiety towards um, like doing something good, you know, achieving a goal. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, like, all right, we have pain towards this person or we have some, some situation that's popping up continuously. Like what can we do to like work on that? And I myself like really turn to God. I pray a lot. um, And I talk about it a lot. Like it's almost like, you kind of know what phase I'm in depending on how I'm talking to you. Because I'll keep bringing up the same thing until I've like found peace with it. And I mm-hmm. think that for me, um, being open and vocal about that with my friends and like people I care about um, and who care about me is really important to kind of speaking that out. Because it's almost like I'm really like. I'm taking it from outside of me. Like, I don't know how to explain it in any other way, but like, it's like, it's in me. It's like, it's like a possession kind of deal. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. But I'm speaking it out. Like I'm getting it out, you know? Yeah. And that brings me peace, but I know for other people, like that's not necessarily the way that they would deal with it. Mm-hmm. And um, so like from your perspective, like, you know, knowing that we are reflecting on just like our intentions and how what we intend for things to be may not be what actually is Mm -hmm. like you, you mentioned, you know, for you and advising maybe other people to consider therapy as a, as a route. What are things like on your day to day that you do like to kind of either cope or, um, you know, just at least help you further along so that you don't get into this like slump of depression. Right.
1: Um, it's really hard. And I've been, so up until I don't want to be that person that's like preachy, go see a therapist. Cause I know we hear that a lot, but when it comes to like accessibility and finding that right therapist, cost, like mm-hmm. it's not always attainable, especially for people of color. So, mm-hmm. and I've always been the person like, I don't want to sit there and talk to someone and just tell my problems. Like they don't care, they're getting paid for it. But I'm realizing being a psych major like you are, like there, you really do need professional intervention and you need a neutral party, someone who doesn't know you. Who can just listen to you and give you kind of guidance and insight. Because sometimes like talking to your friends and family, they know you and and they themselves are not professional. So they can't always listen and take on and mm-hmm. be there for you fully like a professional does. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where my kind of advocation for having professional help comes in. but. Um, I'm sorry, remind me of your question. Like, oh, what do I do to cope? Yeah, so um recently, because I haven't, like I said, I just emotionally numb and I just scroll on my I used to just scroll on my phone or just try to hang out with people and numb it down, but now I'm realizing like that's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so recently, I've been looking into like Eastern medicine and spirituality and stuff. and um I do something called sound bath. Um, there's multiple kinds, there's tons of videos on YouTube, but I'll just go to like my room, lay down. I'll cover my eyes if it's bright out or if it's nighttime, put my headphones in, turn it all the way up. And um, I started with guided meditation. Like it, t- it really teaches you to focus on breath. Um, so just doing sound bath, meditation, breathing. Um, of course, I don't recommend this, but, you know, some people do herbal remedies and, and that helps me. I think people catch my drift. I don't want to be too pre- <laughs> too extra with it. But that that helps me a lot. And I mean, it's prescribed as medicine for a lot of different people for different reasons. So mm-hmm. I think that, but I I like I said, I have identified that I know that I can't do it all by myself. I do need an outside neutral party to kind of be that mediator between myself who doesn't know me, you know? So right. I think that, but also just like being okay with what you feel. Like, I, I think we... Tend to have a lot of self hate and negative self talk when we have this issue and don't know how to fix it. And what one thing I was li- when I was listening to you, you said like people don't like to talk about it. I think that's the first thing you need to do, whether you write it out or even mm-hmm. say it alone. And you like acknowledging and identifying is like the first part of healing. Yeah. If you can't even admit to yourself that you need to do that, right. then. But I think also being patient with yourself and I'm an impatient person. I'm like you, I'm task oriented. Okay. We have the issue now. How do we fix it? That's not how trauma and emotions and spirits work. It takes time. It took you time with that relationship or that situation to build that hurt. So it's going to take time for you to heal from it. And we're always Mm -hmm. like, how do we fix it right now? But no, it's a, it's a gradual process and being impatient with yourself and saying like, why can't I just go over, get over this? Like that's not self-love. And so it's really hard. Like patience is one of the hardest things in life, but it really is something that's necessary.
0: Yeah. So and I, I think also just, you know, accepting that it does take time is for me the number one biggest thing. Yes. <laughs> I do I hate time. Like uh. it's it's like <laughs> <good> 4.52 52 <laughs> right now. 5 30, where are you at? Like what is going on? Right. Like I always feel like what is the next thing that I can be doing right. Now. And I think like, we've just been programmed in that way to like, keep going, you know, Society, I, all types of people. <laughs> and I like, you know, what I've learned, though, in in between, like, I may not be at peace with time always, but like, sometimes I have to be okay with like, sitting, like, And enjoying where I'm at in this moment. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. you know how we would look at our pictures from back then and be like, dang, like, why didn't I appreciate like how good I looked back then? Now look at me, you know, I'm like, actually, like, when I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, I love you. Like, you look bomb today. You know, like, even if you want to improve yourself even more, whatever the case might be, like for me, um, I'm like, I like myself now. Like, I like the skin I'm in. Like, I know we're going to improve, but you know, if this was worst case scenario, like I look I look like I'm Ooh. fine. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that that's really important. Just like being grateful for what you have in this moment, like almost embraces peace in the timing, you know, waiting around. Um, Cause there's just like so many things, like as I reflect, um, just like in building my relationship with my ex was kind of mm-hmm. the same thing where it's like, Oh, well we need to be in this place right now. Like, right today like Mm -hmm. this is how how we're going to communicate this is how this and that's he's taught me a big like the biggest thing about time is like it's okay to be like where we're at but we're going to still pick this up later like you can be mad at me in this moment and we're going to work through this together and like tomorrow we're still going to be friends like Mm -hmm. we're still working through this like and I think I've applied that kind of knowledge even in my work like Mm -hmm. like you know posting I'm not like the greatest at posting at social media right now, but like, I'm not going to give up on myself because like, I haven't become an expert at learning how to like post content just as frequent as someone else who maybe, or maybe not has like a paid content creator. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So I think like in this process too, like as we're growing and just like accepting where we're at is like where you're at today doesn't determine where you're going. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um And I think that's part of the envisioning greatness podcast is like, you know, as much as I am pushing people to like get outside of their comfort zone. Part of it is accepting that it is uncomfortable and like you might have to sit with it. Like I can tell you right now, like my anxiety eats at me a lot, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I think like, but I found peace in knowing like, okay, I might not be able to touch, you know, this podcast or do something with my business, but like I might go watch some Fresh Prince and just like really enjoy the fact that I'm laughing at, like, yeah show and, and be okay with good it. good mode, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's something, too, like, we have to extend to ourselves, like, it's okay to pause and pick something back up. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that it's over, and I think that's what I used to tell myself in the beginning is, like, not even with this podcast, but just, like, any endeavor is, like, oh, if I'm not going to get it right now, like, it's done. Right. Like, if we're not doing this right now, like, it's over with. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even want to entertain this. I'd rather just sit in, like, solemn and just be doing nothing all the time. And it's just, like, no, it just really is a gradual process. And, like, the work that I'm putting in now, like, every part of it – because it's so easy to walk away Mm -hmm. from, like, everything. It's so easy to, like, feed into all of your emotions and just really – not um do anything but like even for you to wake up get out of the bed and make your bed like I want one of my podcasts was literally about like if you don't do anything for the day like make your bed right and that was just because it's like sometimes that's all you can do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um mental health can be debilitating especially now during quarantine and all that where you're
1: just stuck in the house with the same people some people are in abusive situations not necessarily physical but very emotional and verbal so Really having me time. I don't care if it's a walk early in the morning. That, like, I am working on physical health. You know that. But yeah. when I woke up at, like, 6, 7 in the morning, went on a walk. I'm like, it is so serene out here. Like, it's yeah. quiet. Yeah. Especially on a weekend. No one's really out. Birds are chirping. Like, it's really nice. So, find, whether it's even just 10 minutes, like, a moment where you can just woosah and breathe. And kind of just have, like, nothing on your mind. Like, if you if you can do it, at least that. Right. Um, but I... I I totally agree with where you're coming from and mental health can be debilitating. I mean, I have days where I like, I don't want to like do anything at all. Like I don't even want to get up to go to the bathroom in the morning.
0: Um, yeah. Sometimes like so... going to the bathroom too, especially cause I've been drinking water, random tidbit, but like <laughs> that's a chore in itself. Like, damn, like I gotta get back up and go. Yes. But it, that's the thing too is like, I, you know, like, For once, I actually enjoy my job. So it's like I do enjoy showing up to work because Mm -hmm. it's some part of my passion that gets to work with other people and help them. But not everybody has that luxury, too. Like some people just literally need to go to work to get a paycheck. Of course. And so that's also really hard, too, is like during the weekday or whenever your work shift is, is like, dang, I can't even take the time out to focus on my mental health. That's how I was like, feeling. I got to go do some shit. And then when I'm not, I'm with the
1: kids or I'm with my spouse or I'm like, yeah. a lot of people live yeah. with people or around people. And it does feel like that. I don't live alone. So I do get moments where I feel like, Jesus Christ, Like I'm around people all the time. Yeah. But like, I find that space, like I go for a walk or I go, I shut the door and go in the room and my mom's very understanding, but I get every people, everybody doesn't have that kind of support system, right. you know? And so Put yourself as a priority at least once throughout your day. And one thing I thought about it, like this nutritionist told me I went to go see a nutritionist. And she put it in a good way. She said, would you feed the kids the stuff that you feed yourself? And I said, no. And she's like, well, why do you do it to you? And, like, and you can use that analogy. Okay, and say some people don't have a positive kind of framework for mother-child or father-child. And they don't know how to be a good parent or don't know how the the nice affirming things to say because they didn't receive it. Mm -hmm. Um, Think of anyone you hold of high regard, high reverence that you love a lot and that you speak to with respect. Mm -hmm. Would you talk to them the way you talk to yourself? Would you treat them the way you treat yourself? If you have a child, a little kid, do you say, oh, just hurry up and get over it? Then why do you say that to yourself? And it's like our body, our minds, everything about us is our vessel. We, no matter what, you're always with yourself. So you have to, self-love is essential. And I think with your podcast, if you work on self-love as a foundation, like your podcast in combination with your podcast and just envisioning greatness, like that's going to take you far. Because if you don't love yourself and don't have those basics hashed out, like anything you do is going to be like, okay, what's next? Or that wasn't good enough. Or, you know, you need to be happy and proud of who you are. And that's a journey in itself. We've, society puts all these things in us. We have. You know, parents, family who put these negative things in us, relationships, and it took however many years you've been alive for that to go into you. So it's going to take a lot of time to dismantle that and get through that and really just be patient with yourself and make it a goal each day to love yourself, whether it's physical, monetary, whether you got your nails done, whether you did some meditation, like whatever it is, whether you ate something healthy over something bad, like do good to your body and to your mind and to your spirit. And everything else will flow. I'm a firm believer of that.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's
1: some some good (laughs) stuff right there. Thank you. And that's what I'm on right now while I'm trying to find my therapist. But you're saying
0: it, you're speaking out loud. Yeah, manifesting. I think that's really important. It's just like even I, I tell my clients this all the time. Like you can literally change in a second how you think about yourself.
1: And you have the right to grow at any moment. Yeah. You don't don't I let anyone go, hold right. you to who you were even a minute ago. You have that's, the right
0: to grow. Period. That's say I was I was
1: definitely gonna say <laughs> oh, <start>. my bad. <laughs> I was I not bad. Be quiet. <laughs> no, You're scary. a
0: guest. <laughs> 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 um. Okay. So next point is, um, it's July, you guys. We literally have wait August September. November, December. Okay, so we got like four and a half-ish, five months.
1: We're in the beginning of July, so solid-ish. Okay, me.
0: fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, and what would you say to the people about, like, finishing off this year? You know, we started out with how to envision greatness. So, like, what does that mean? What does greatness look like? And now we're, like, midway, um, a little bit over midway. But, like, kind of, like, finishing out the rest of 2020 like what should we take in our like backpack for the rest of the year like what are some things like aside from like all this great stuff that we've mentioned that like this is Mm -hmm. how we're gonna work on but like how do what do we manifest what do we choose to like kind of think about um you know towards the rest of this year is there anything that you would take um or not take you know in terms of just like thinking about success thinking about greatness what does that mean
1: yeah, I mean, this year told me that like, whoa, like what you plan can be put at a halt at any moment because you know, I had things that involved going outside and involved governmental things being open. And now that the world is kind of slowed down and it stopped for a minute since like it's opening back up, we don't know when it's going to go back to quote-unquote normal. So I think I think just again, I'm going to take this time to focus on self since it is so qu- much quieter. Um, but on top of that, just kind of, I, I don't know. Cause it's like, it, it, that's the part of the future being so unknown. And I I think it's helping me not be so future oriented. Cause just like you, I'm like, what's next? Okay. How are we going to get to our goals? Like, what are we doing now to get to our goals? And it's kind of allowing me to kind of not reach so far into my future and kind of just look in the foreseeable future. So the next six months or the next year, mm-hmm. um, So, yeah, I think just continuing to build and love myself and trying to maneuver like my financial goals through the quarantine. You know, I want to buy a vehicle soon. So things like that, just kind of planning. It's a quiet time in the world, I would say. It's still pretty quiet. So just utilizing that time to reflect and reset my goals because we think we know what we want and then the world changes and then. You
0: change social. Right. Yeah. And I'm also going to capitalize on the reflection too. Like I really strongly, and I don't know if I have ever done this yet, but maybe I have knowing myself, like I, I write my diary a lot, but I think it's Mm -hmm. so good to just even go back to see like, what were your thoughts prior? Like, and it either affirms or like helps you like debunk and see what you grew from some of those things because yeah I I know like the person who I am today is not the same person I was a month ago mm-hmm. it's not the same person I was a year ago mm-hmm. you know there's things that are constantly like you said evolving within me and I think that that's so important that we and that we are embracing that mm-hmm. that we're not like you know because people oh you know I did have some people in my life who are like oh you have switched up like you're not the same it's like well. I'm part, I'm part of evolution like we're I supposed to thing. yeah we're like supposed
1: to grow why are you holding me to the version of myself that I was before I don't like that and I also to add to my answer that you asked I think it's important that we realize that our goals are for us and no one else there's a lot of goals that I had that were based on what other people were doing in their lives or other milestones and I'm realizing that I need to take my time and like, when it feels right in my intuition and in my gut and in my finances, then I can proceed forward. I think we have goals based off of social media and media and, so, and things we see other people do. But it's like, do you truly want that? Like really, truly thinking like, do I want that? And if you do, okay, do you think it's feasible to do it in this time frame? So I think just like that goes again with being patient with yourself. Do you truly want that goal for you, not for your husband or your kids or anyone else, but for you? Do you feel it doesn't feel right for you? And then you know, do you have the patience to 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 do it? Because usually, when things aren't instant gratification, like we give up on it or we get derailed mm-hmm. from it. Right. So, yeah, just like what can I do to stay accountable? Like that's a like things that you can do just with yourself. Is this is a good time to do that? Like doesn't require a lot of quote unquote physical action, but a lot of mental and reflection action.
0: So. Oh, that was so good. <laughs>
1: And I hope anyone who's listening took from this. If you didn't, that's fine. But blessings and peace to all men and women and non-gender people. Um, No, really, this world is a bad place sometimes. And, you know, just know that, like, everyone goes through it, whether they
0: act like they do or don't. Right. Facts. Well, Miss Naya, it was so, such a pleasure to have you on the show thank you for having me beautiful I am so happy that you all got like another exposure to my outside of this podcast life Uh, we're literally sitting on my couch with my two animals sipping on a sip um (laughs) sipping on a sip and enjoying ourselves and just also having another reason to get another episode out um so I hope you all were able to take something from this um If you have any questions, feel free to email me, envisiongreatness1 at gmail.com. Okay, that's my little chihuahua. And um, if you want to comment, um, you can certainly – I will definitely put, um, like, a little post on Instagram. You can comment under that, at the Goal Getter Coach. Um, Just let us know what your thoughts are on this podcast and what would you like to see in the future. I'm always open to suggestions – so, please, please, please reach out to me. And let me know. Um, and that's it for the Saturday. I hope you all are enjoying the weekend, and I will be back with another episode soon. All right. See ya.